0: Welcome to episode 37 of the 2 on 3 podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm your host, Ty, and I haven't taken a turn leading the charge since episode 33, so we'll see if I still remember how this goes. I think this is the part where I plug my Twitter. So you can find me being confused about how people can be stupid enough to light their own belongings on fire at SEATJK. And with me is Nike's biggest fanboy, Chris. Chris, where can we watch your Nike bonfire? <laughs>
1: Man, if I lit a bonfire with my Nike stuff, it would like you could see it from space.
0: Be like Burning Man. It would be like Burning Man.
1: You can find me at CD Villasenor, and uh, yeah, I can't burn my. I wouldn't have anything to wear. I'd have to walk around buck naked for like you know for a week until I could buy some new stuff.
0: <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite running gag in the last couple of days is the the people who just jokingly insist that. That's how you own Nike's. You spend your money on their products, and then burn them. They lose the money then. <laughs> That's how it
1: works. It's 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 not logic that uh, that uh, <laughs> it's not particularly logical. But you know, we'll, we can jump into that a little later. Sure. It's, a, it's been a week. It has. It's you know it's it's been crazy. But uh, but uh, I think I think we'll I think we'll spend a little time with that maybe a little t- toward the end of the show before we burn this whole fucker down. <laughs>
0: Well, interact with the show on Twitter, the hellscape that is Twitter, at 2on3pod. Um, you know how much we love to hear from you. So this week, we're talking a little bit about sports as a metaphor for life. We'll examine notable sports siblings, the unprecedented second decade of greatness of today's greatest of all times. How do you say goats? Plur- how, do you, how do you
1: extrapolate goats? I believe goatsies is how goatsies, you would call them. That's right. Okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, and we're going to talk about, as Chris put it in the show notes, the fucking news. <laughs> no, uh, no definitive plans for the OT, but we'll see where we end up. So, Chris, we're going to start today or tonight with uh, uh, sports siblings, and this this came to my mind um, watching the U.S. Open this last week and this is Venus ver- uh, Venus versus Serena, which I tuned in for, and. Serena's got the playing style right now where she's still not all the way back in shape so she's trying to end all her matches as quickly as possible. And I don't remember watching them play each other and watching Serena like put the smoke on Venus like this last match where it really felt I felt kind of bad for Venus. <laughs> and it led me to the thought that that you know brought us to this topic which is Venus is like an all-time great in the sport. And I think 25 years from now, you may never hear her name ever again. <laughs> that <laughs> that's is a, so that's unfortunate a, for her. It's
1: funny to think about that, but, um, you know, first of all, you know, Venus isn't young. So, no. I mean, this is the... And, and admittedly, I have been watching... I've been watching a lot of U.S. Open over the past, this, this time around. I don't know what happened. It's sort of, you know, sometimes... The, the U.S. Open's easier for me to watch than the other tournaments because of the night matches. And there's generally nothing else on right mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. it's easy to just come home, eat dinner, flip on the night match, and catch some tennis. Wait, you're telling so me you're b- not tuned into the Mariners in the evening <laughs> these days? <laughs> a, if they don't care, I certainly don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't to yeah, interrupt. You could throw that in there, but no. But it's been it's been nice, and it's funny. I I feel like I've been counter programming all week because you know I've been watching WNBA playoffs and the US Open. and thinking, well, this is I'm enjoying both of these. I'm I, I'm actually enjoying both of these things quite a bit. So I don't know what, what that says about me personally, but um, it's been uh, it's been it's been fun to sort of live on the on. Um, on the other side of the of the wall here and just say hey there's other things going on and i'm enjoying them quite 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 a b- bunch but yeah i did feel bad for venus i mean she did get drubbed i mean she's but it's funny she's won seven grand slams which right. which is a decent amount it's, it's but, it, like i said she is an all-time great in the sport but that's the funny thing is remember remember back in the day where i think uh, sampras won like 14 and that was a thing and then Graf won 20-some, 20 like, 21. And that was just a crazy thing. And then all of a sudden, you turn around and it's like, Serena's won 23. Mm-hmm. Federer's won 21. Um, Nadal's won 17. I mean, this is just like, mean, so the, the numbers are really skewed. Yeah. So seven doesn't feel like a lot, but it's a lot. I mean, if, I mean, historically, it's just, it just she's a victim, a little bit of a victim of the fact that, that tennis sort of, we, they bubbled up these handful of stars and they won everything.
0: Yeah, it, it, but it's not, like, it's not just her. I started, so I started thinking about like, who else is affected by this. And the first one that uh, popped out for me, and this is going way back, but that, that's a great example of exactly what I'm talking about, is that, did you have any idea? You know, you're familiar with Maurice Richard, the hockey player. Okay, the rocket, the rocket. Yep. Okay, but you know the name, right? You probably sure. don't know any details about his career, but you certainly know yeah. that name. Yeah. Did you know he had a brother? They played in the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> no. Did you know that his brother was on the same team with him? Oh God,
1: <laughs> that that poor bastard. Right. This, this is the this. Is, but this is the point, right? I think Venus. I mean. Venus is a little better an example of the Rockets brother <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of sports siblings and I think it's pretty lopsided there's always one person who's particularly good and then there's so-and-so's brother
0: are, are the Mannings the closest we have to where I mean I guess the career resume is not that far apart but like the for a eye good test long, for is a like
1: <laughs> for a good long while Eli had more Super Bowls than Peyton did. Peyton had to scratch one out late to get that second ring. Otherwise, you know, Manning Family Christmas is like, Hey Payton, nice ring you have. So he sort of <laughs> But yes, they're they're pretty close. I mean, I I think that um yeah, most of the most of the the people that I can think of are it's way lopsided. You know, you could be Cal and Billy Ripkin. <laughs> Billy Ripkin, <laughs> Cal Ripkin being famous for playing a billion games in a row, and Billy Ripkin being famous for a baseball
0: card. <laughs> His famous nickname. His famous nickname.
1: So I think that I think it's that, fuckface, it, everybody. I just want you to yeah, know. His right. nickname was fuckface. Yes, look up Billy Ripkin baseball card, and uh, you'll uh, you'll you'll see.
0: Oh, that was and that was so huge in my life. I was twelve when that card came out, and. I was—I mean—I wanted a copy, and there was like six variations of it. Right? They covered it up with a black box. They like there was a white box version. I, this is back when I was really into baseball cards. But man, I would have given uh, a lot to uh, get a hold of that original fuckface
1: baseball card. Man, that's a, <laughs> but he's famous for that. And I just think that—I think that—I was trying to look for examples of sports siblings also that didn't play the same sport. You find that they all play the same sport. I think it makes sense, right? I mean. Yeah. I, you know, you come from a football family, you come from a hockey family, you come from a baseball family, you come from a tennis family. Um, the only one that sort of, without digging too deep or just sort of digging into my memory, I think the Jones brothers, right? Yeah. You've got Chandler Jones who plays football, and we have John Jones who's a disgraced uh, MMA fighter. <laughs> 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 he was a PED <laughs> addled. Uh, seems to be uh, a cheater. He seems to be a bit of a cheater. But it's, it's, it's nice when they choose different. Paths, right? It's nice to choose. You know, it's like, oh, he's he's going to be a fighter. I'm going to be a football player. I think that's. I don't. I don't. I couldn't find too many uh, examples of 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 that kind of of that kind of uh, thing.
0: I think you'd have to be pretty well off for your family to have enough resources for two of you to go pro in two different sports.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just there's a, there's a certain amount of uh, just synergy. Like, fa- your family's like, oh, well, I'm taking you to the golf course, so right. you both become golfers, or I'm right. taking you to the tennis courts, and you're going to get tennis players. <laughs> I mean, that's just a... Uh, and, you you know, you're sort of you sort of passing these things down, like, in terms of father-son type things, right? That That also shows up quite a bit, where baseball seems to be sort of the... Well, I guess you know. I guess we've got the Curry brothers, yeah.
0: But I mean, the Cur- his little brother plays basketball,
1: yeah. Seth Curry plays in the league, yes. And St- and their dad played. I mean, so that's kind of a. I mean, that's that's a that's a perfect example of of you know we're we're seeing this and and I'm experiencing it because I'm of an advanced age that I get to think to myself, I saw Del Curry play a decent amount of basketball games, sure, on TV, yeah. And then, original you know, Hornets, <laughs> original Hornets, and and now you have to watch you know, and I'm going to watch his whole son play his whole career too, and I'll be like, ah, oh, Jesus. Then you're going to feel really old when I see two generations of of athletes play their entire careers. I'm just going to feel, I'm going to be, it's going to be, I'm going to be really old.
0: Wait until Riley Curry is like going pro and something, <laughs> it's like you're less like, than 15 years from now.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh God. Three we, generations? I'm going to be, yeah, it's going to be like three generations of athletes or famous people that I'm going to be watching on TV. That's going to really
0: We suck. moved past the Manning so quickly, I didn't get to make my joke. Oh, what's your joke? <laughs> well, when we were uh, when I was getting ready for this, looking up uh, the little paragraphs about the different like siblings, the first uh, Manning line is, not only was Archie a great NFL quarterback, and then I paused, I was like, was are, he? You sure? are we sure about that? <laughs> are we remembering this correctly? <laughs> I don't think so. But then I also realized that like Joe DiMaggio had a little brother. He Dom. Did? Yeah. Dom. Dom they, DiMaggio? Yes. And also Vince. Vince played Vince DiMaggio played 10 seasons in the league. Was a two-time all-star. What? Dom Dom DiMaggio played 11 seasons all for the Yankees. Oh no, sorry. All for the Yankees' biggest rival, the Red Sox. Dom oh, okay. DiMaggio played 11 seasons for the Red Sox and was a seven-time all-star. What? Really? Yeah. But one of them this is what's going to happen to Venus. Is what I'm saying. Plus,
1: the Yankee Clipper <laughs> and married Marilyn Monroe. Correct. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, other DiMaggio brothers who are now left in the mists of time.
0: And supposedly an all-time hog too. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, kids. We're talking about.
1: We're going to have a whole. We're going to have a whole show. We're going to have a whole segment on this featuring Milton Berle at some point as well. <laughs> Legendary Hogs with the two on three podcast. You can look for you guys can look forward to that in a couple of weeks.
0: I don't uh I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> but the uh but I you know, I feel bad for my brother because he has to live in my you know he has to live in my shadow. But I guess ultimate revenge is he gets to grow up to look like Chow Yun Fat and I have to look like George Lopez. So <laughs> Which seems <laughs> slightly unfair But I think you're better looking than George Lopez <laughs> Well, that's awfully nice of you to say That's, uh, that's very sweet of you I, I, I appreciate that <laughs> How do we feel about the Harbaugh brothers? Um I think Jim Better Than John
0: but I don't know why Just like, because you remember his playing career?
1: I do remember his playing career a little bit. I mean, he wasn't that great,
0: no, he had like one solid season for the colts and one like, solid season for the bears and other i that, mean i think he's been
1: having up. i think he's been having a better i mean John won a Super Bowl, yes, but Jim had better coaching stints you know you don't you didn't hear about John Harbaugh until he started coaching the the Ravens right did he yeah, have like a I mean this. I mean Michigan aside, he hasn't quite turned Michigan around yet.
0: That is a, a pr- fairly large understatement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Colin Cowherd and I are on the same page on this. Well, it's going to happen.
0: What? Okay. I don't know. When he got hired, I remember thinking, okay, perfect. His style is perfect for college, where you're going to turn the players over every four or five years. Yeah. And Michigan's his alma mater. I was like, oh, you know, it's we're kind of my team, Washington, on the come the last couple of years. I was kind of like well, I'm not super excited about this hire. a little freaked out about it, right? Like, it might be a real problem. Not that they're in our conference or anything, but it's kind of a traditional rival for us. Um, and I don't know what he's doing over there. It seems like he's losing his mind. Probably. Did you see the... Did we talk about a nervous bird? <laughs> a nervous bird? I if we bird. talked about a nervous bird on the show. Uh, Harbaugh said that he tells his players not to eat chicken because a chicken is a nervous bird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I certainly can't live like that because I think all I eat is chicken.
0: Well, I recently discovered like chicken cold cuts, and that's it. It's over for me now. Like, I can't believe I've been eating turkey all these years. What a waste! <laughs> what a waste of time. Yeah. Um,
1: I guess okay. We'll spend another minute on Jim Harbaugh here, <laughs> but I think that I think that we underestimated the fact that he has to play against a stacked schedule every year too. It, Notre Dame's pretty decent. And then he's gotta play Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State. Whatever. I mean, You're out here hard. making
0: excuses for Walmart, Khaki Jones.
1: I'm not <laughs> I'm not making any excuses. I'm just saying it's hard to win. It ain't easy to win over there.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Alright. Well, segment two I, I how do you want to phrase this? Because I think this is a little bit more your idea than mine. So take me through how you envisioned what how how you wanted to address this.
1: I think that so the other night, so here's how it sort of set curfews. it
0: up for us, Chris.
1: The other night I was watching Roger Federer lose to some unknown dude. Milman, you know, Millman. John Yeah. No one knows who John Milman is. Like, people in tennis who watch tennis don't know who John Milman is. <laughs> no. So, but I was watching Roger out there, and he was struggling. I mean, it was super hot. I right. mean, conditions were not favorable. And he's just an older athlete whose body just didn't respond. You just, you looked at him, and I said, oh, Roger's Roger doesn't have it tonight. Now, when you're 25, you know, even when Roger Federer was 25 years old, if he came with his B game,
0: uh-huh.
1: it was enough. And now he's got. Now he's got nothing. Now he's got he, everything. Things have to go right for him in order for him to win. And and the other night was just a was just a. Um, was just a just a perfect example of that. He just his body didn't respond, and he got, and he but he still went five set, or he went four sets, two tiebreakers. I mean, it was, it was it was it was not going to work out for him because he was out there forever. Uh-huh. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, you listen to the people talk. It's like, you know, is he, you know, it's like what's wrong with him? What's wrong? with I, And I said, I know what's wrong with him. He's got a case of old. <laughs> And but this is the this is the thing that that we're we forget because people don't look old anymore. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm almost fifty years old, right? And I look in the mirror and I said, Do I really? Did remember how old fifty year old people looked like when you were fifteen years old? Uh, like a million, like a mi- like. In a wheelchair? Yeah, no, <laughs> like I remember like, when my
0: grandparents turned, like, 62, and it was like, they were already, like, they weren't moving around very well. <laughs> right. Like...
1: Yeah, I think we get tricked into this... I think we get tricked a little bit in that people don't look very old. Roger Federer doesn't look particularly old. No. But under the hood, it'll old.
0: He doesn't look young. He just... He, he looks that same age that you... Whenever you get to be, I think it's, like, 28. You sort of like you, everybody starts to mesh together yeah. until you're like like white haired or something. Yeah, until <laughs> so you're like forty five. Yeah, for the most part. The only time I ever notice that people have aged is if they are famous and then they disappear for a couple of years and then come back, yeah. or like I discover them again in something else and it's like, oh, that's that same guy.
1: It's like, how the hell did that happen?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, what happened to you, dude? But well, twenty five. But twenty five years happened to me. This is what happens. They disappear. And then they come back and it's like, Holy shit, that's Haley Joel Osman? <laughs> it's like what the hell happened to that guy?
0: I was thinking of Rex Manning. Uh, I can't even remember the actor's name, but we had a <laughs> well, quick on Twitter. Yeah, from Greece too.
1: <laughs> the Adrian Zemed picture <laughs> made me <laughs> there you laugh. Go. See, that's
0: another great example.
1: Another great example. But but I, I'm thinking about who the the players we're seeing, like Federer, Serena. She's not young.
0: Yeah, we got sunscreen, you know? moisturizer. We've got like right. hyperbaric got,
1: chambers and right. LeBron James is going to go through this next year, where everyone's going to say, "Well, LeBron James, size. LeBron James, old, and he's got a lot of miles on yeah. him." You know, Tom Brady's gonna. You're going to hear this from Tom Brady. Tom Brady walking down the street, you'd think that guy's young and vital, but holy shit, you know, he's forty. What, forty one?
0: I think so.
1: Playing in the NFL? I mean, and you know, regardless of... Yeah, he ha- just
0: had his it, 41st birthday this fall.
1: It's time, to, and I'm just saying, how much slack do we need to cut older athletes for being old but still being pretty good? Like, if, especially if you're sort of legendary. Yeah. I think you need to... I think we need to... I think, I think what I'm trying to get toward is more of an appreciation for the fact that they can still perform at a certain level. Mm-hmm. But I don't... You know, when Roger Federer lost in... The other night, I was like, you know what? Okay, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I mean, people. I'm not gonna get bent out of shape. I'm not gonna be like, you know, damn it, Roger, you suck. It's like he doesn't suck. No, He's yeah. just not 25.
0: Well, I saw him which is completely
1: which is completely different than sucking.
0: If as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Sometimes I think we do these segments just because you want to feel better about yourself.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> no, but- <laughs> it's uh, yes and no. I mean I have I just wanna I. I think that, I think that there's a difference between people who have have worked hard to sort of maintain a level, and that level is pretty good. It's just not the. It's just not. They're just not in legendary mode right now. They're in. I'm close to retirement mode.
0: Well, I mean, it's very rare that anyone has a 20-year career. Like Roger's been a pro for 20 years, and he said in his post-match comments the, the other day. Uh, uh, regarding the match that you're describing they asked him you know well it seemed like you were struggling with your serve what was going on he was like it was hot like yeah, <laughs> and he sort was... of chuckled and they're kind of like well what do you mean he's like well it was hot it's distracting he went he just basically it was very diplomatically saying it sucked i wasn't having fun and i just wanted it to be over as soon as possible <laughs> <laughs> that's the yeah and and
1: we're just getting to the point where we're in this in this uncharted territory for a lot of athletes who are playing much longer than their predecessors. Yeah. I mean well, Jimmy Connors was a wonder of nature and he was what, thirty-four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. In in nineteen eighty
0: four he was Look at this old man running around. <laughs> yeah, he's the great it's like it's He insane. parlayed it into a ten year um like pain reliever endorsement. <laughs> Would you, would you have any idea what Newprin was if, if Jimmy Connors wasn't, like, pitching that stuff on TV? Right. At 35 years old. Right. Oh, I'm so yeah. old. i got to take these pills so I can run around. <laughs> Nowadays, 35
1: is just like, okay, 35, 35. He's good. He's got, like, six more, seven more seasons left in him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It kinda, know. You know who's the godfather of this trend, right? Who's that? Barry Bonds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Barry had a little unnatural help.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, but he we, worked I'm not going to say that everybody on he this one we...
1: He obviously put the work in, but he was able to better manage his recovery time <laughs> with the use of uh, Mommy's Little Helper, as it were.
0: Yeah, I know, man. Barry's head was growing like three sizes. He looked like Ken Griffey Jr. when he drinks the Brain tonic in the Simpsons,
1: <laughs> but the but yeah, but I think things get better. I mean, they're you know people are benefiting from a lot of things that we didn't know. I mean, I guess you can't drink every night and expect <laughs> Mickey Mantle. You can't be you can't be Mickey Mantle in nineteen whatever fifty five and get drunk every night and then go out and you know go three for four with five RBIs. You have night. to
0: wonder, like, how much of what we're describing just really has to do with, like, people, like, athletes going, all right, well, I'm not going to eat terrible food. I'm yeah. not going to drink at pretty much at all. And right. I'm not, not only am I not going to smoke, I'm not going to be around smoke ever. Yeah. Whereas, like, 20, 30 years, well, I should say 40, 50 years ago, everybody smoked. Right. You had a drink after the, the, the match or the ball game or whatever it was, probably in the locker room most nights or most, Yeah. yeah.
1: And then you, went out.
0: Yeah, you maybe worked out three times a week, and it was probably, like, part of your practice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was no working out. There was just practicing. We'd practice baseball. But, like, no one lifted weights and right. ran sprints and crap like that.
0: No, the only old people who aged well, who, like, lived that hard life, like, managed to sort of, like, fossilize their bodies so quickly in the middle in their middle ages that they somehow just, like, lived as a living piece of jerky for 40 extra years. Nobody yeah. was yet yeah, nobody was vital looking like right. smooth and, and athletic no
1: <laughs> other than say, you know you know speaking of fossil, the rolling stones would be maybe the best example of like pickling themselves there you go. In, the, in the in the in the in the 60s right. so much that you know 50 years later they they're still they're all still alive
0: yeah they like your grandmother's canning right <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: been good forever right how the hell are those guys all still alive too that's crazy.
0: I, I don't know. Maybe they, they, maybe they were putting more uh, analysis into it than we thought. Maybe there was some sort of a ramp on, ramp off heroin schedule that we don't really understand.
1: <laughs> that that scientists will, will discover. It's like, you know, if you take a little bit of heroin, like for if you take heroin for like six months and then don't take it for four years and then take it for six months again, you'll live to be 120.
0: Yeah. Exactly like that. <laughs> like you're sort of traumatizing your body and allowing it to recover yeah, <laughs> just enough
1: the, to it never die. Right. Exactly. Sort of a steel, like a steel sharpened steel kind of a deal.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, what I, you can't do, and this will serve as a nice segue because the timer's about to ring into our next segment regarding the news. You can't feed your husband, Vizine, for three straight days and expect <laughs> him to rally back. Turns out that if you feed somebody eye drops every day for three straight days, they die. What? You didn't see this story? No. Wait a minute. Feet. Wait. All right. All we'll right. let the timer ring here and then we'll move on. All right. It's going to happen, right? <laughs> now. All right. Let's
1: talk about the fucking news. But let's start with this <laughs> Visine story.
0: Okay. So there was a woman, uh, and I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but I'll try to bring up the details. A uh, woman poisoned her husband to death with Visine.
1: Like, wait a minute. Like, just like a bottle of Visine or like 2 gallons
0: of Visine. No, like a bottle of Visine. Like she's squirting it his water like every time she was bringing him something to drink for 3 days and it killed him.
1: That can't be true. It's What's It's for sure true. What the hell sure is in, vi- in Visine? Why would you put it in your eyes? If it was if
0: it was Cuz it it's kill the ca- you. it's only okay for your eyes but it like totally fucks up your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> that is shocking. That's, That's more shocking than anything we're going to talk about. I started to Google woman kills husband, and the first autofill on Google was, with eye drops. <laughs> that is with eyedrops. That is terrible. Oh, apparently she shot him with a crossbow two years ago, but that was an accident.
1: <laughs> <laughs> These people need a, a made-for-TV movie about them. Like this woman who shoots him with a crossbow, and then two years later poisons him with visine. I mean, really? What? What is the? What is their life like? I mean, at what point do you? At what point do you have to say to yourself, you know, I'm gonna kill my husband, but with Visine. That's How much like, of
0: it was she putting in there? You're right. Like
1: that's seriously sinister. That's some sinister shit. Like, can't you just poison me with like rat poison or something? Or I don't know. If you're gonna kill me, why don't you just wait till I'm asleep and then kill yeah. me?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You got to kill me with Visine? That's
0: just awful. Well, I mean, you got to think he was probably spending, like, the last 24 or 48 hours of his life on the toilet, too.
1: Yeah, like just this. thinking to yourself, "What is? I don't feel good, honey. What's Here, drink this water. <laughs> have some more. You're probably dehydrated. Here's another whole glass of Visine. <laughs> They're going to have to pull Visine off the market now. Because that's well, some bullshit. Oh, you can just I, kill people with it.
0: Speaking of the news, I, like... You can ask my wife. I like had a little fit the other night. Like the local news was talking about some ride at the fair had broken down and somebody got hurt. Okay. And they're like, "Oh, we had tested it just hours before." And my 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 first response is, "Well, that's how fucking machines work. They just break at some point." <laughs> like right. you tested it, you tested it, you tested it, but you're never going to know when the failure is going to happen. Um, yeah.
1: You just hope that when it fails, it doesn't fail catastrophically. Like, yeah. maybe the wheel gets stuck, and, and that's what like, happened. It was like a, there was
0: a violent stop or whatever, and somebody like banged their head. and I don't think anybody died, but oh. maybe maybe one person died. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's not like the it's not like the roller coaster like flew off the track at the top and like flew into the
0: parking lot. No, but I then <laughs> they started being like. And what can be done about the, you know, how do we regulate to make sure these are safe? And I'm like, just change the channel. And she's like, what? I'm like, just change the channel. <laughs> and She's like, what is the problem? And I was like, well, listen, I cannot sit here and listen to these people talk about what we're going to do when one person got hurt. When meanwhile, you turn around every day and we won't do anything about incidents that, you know, Impact dozens or, or or millions just every day. Like we just don't we don't want to change anything about the, the laws of the country to make sure that people don't die from at each other's hands. But we'll go, we'll do goddamn anything to make sure that like a machine doesn't accidentally hurt somebody. Unless the by the pi- way, at the Puyallup. Yes. <laughs> Unless by the way, it's like a, a a robot. I don't feel like we're we're not to not to step on the at reasons or several podcast. <laughs> I always do that i always throw the ad in front of him because i'm so used to interacting with him on twitter but um we are you know rushing to put uh, our lives in the hands of computers we've talked yeah. about this before what, well, what else I mean, did you have to say about the news i didn't mean to waylay us into no, this no that's
1: fine that's fine i mean this is this is, this, is, this, is, this
0: is this is perfectly
1: fine until we <laughs> wade into the deep end but the uh but yeah i mean that's the the whole thing about it is it's not like you know how much how much sort of dystopia has been written about the fact that we've put our hands completely put our lives completely in the hands of the technology and then the technology then we don't know how to do anything anymore right like you just fast forward to that
0: We're already dealing with it. I see stories like that in the news uh, recently. Oh, millennials don't know how to read a map. And it's like, yes, they've never been presented with a world that required that skill.
1: Well, if they can read a map, but they have a phone with a map on it. They just don't. They just no. Let's be honest. No one can fold a fucking map anyway. Like (laughs) no one's been. I mean, ever since, you know, Lewis and Clark, maybe they could fold a map. But everybody after them, they rolled
0: those maps. They were like on skins. (laughs) (laughs) A lot easier to deal with.
1: Yeah. I, I. I I hate that 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 part that part of the that part of the news bugs me. It's like of course they know how to read a map, of course they know how to count change, but I don't count change either. Like get get down off your high horse, which kind of leads me into the deep end of this pool about right. high horse because today I wrote a tweet that says. So you're asking me to support Nike's? If you believe in something, you have to be willing to sacrifice everything on Tuesday, and then an anonymous New York Times take down op-ed on Wednesday. I think we're risking an ideological groin pull here. Like, do, do you see where do you see where I'm coming from on this particular point? Like, not I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you should support one or the other, but. It's just a funny thing for the world to ask me to do two days in a row. First, they're saying, hey, you need to be, able, you need to be willing to sacrifice everything if you believe in something. And then the next day, somebody, the New York Times publishes an anonymous <laughs> takedown of the White House that pretty much everybody knew anyway, but no one's going to step forward and risk anything. Like, no one's risking anything. To They're telling me to believe in this, but no one's putting anything at risk. I just think it's a funny thing that the world has asked me to do in the last two days.
0: I hear you. And it, it, it's, well, the world, especially the the, the world the way we consume media now, it's built around reactionary people, basically. It's like, I don't really have anything to say or observe about the Nike thing other than, cool, okay, you're going to take a stance. But all you're doing is capitalizing on a... Uh, a I mean, not that this is a bad thing, but capitalizing on essentially a fervor for social justice which is is at maybe an all-time high right now because we're living through this very unjust time with the government and i don't have any illusions about nike doing anything worthwhile here other than leaning on emotions to get people to buy stuff
1: right i mean it's marketing and and it's a, you know a, yeah, if you're if you're su- if you're supporting if you're supporting Colin Kaepernick great sure if you're if you if you don't support him okay you know what I mean you you're you're entitled to you're entitled to your opinion on that and then that's and that's all well and good but the Nike thing was such a it was such a I don't know a is it me? I mean, is it just like this? Is it just being cynical to when you see things like that, just to say, Nike's here to make a buck. Now, Nike is a behemoth, right? Mm-hmm. They are billions and billions of dollars worth of of corporation um, that I freely support with my dollars. <laughs> But the uh, but I know what they're doing. I mean, I know they had this. I think when they when they first started, they were this the outsider, right? They had this sort of outsider brand. They had this Steve Prefontaine. I you know Oregon were sort of off the beaten path. Were this you know were this scrappy. Yeah, they had an outsider mentality,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in order to get back to that, I think they jumped into this to say, hey. We're an outsider brand. We're not the mainstream. We are. We are. We're rebels. <laughs> I'm a rebel, Dottie.
0: Well, you know? I, I think it's just a shift. I think it's just honestly, it's just a responsive demographic shift.
1: Yeah. But there. I think that, yeah, if they if they can sell shoes, well, the tastemakers in this country are. Young black people. Sure. <laughs> and if they can- and if you can continue to sell shoes to that community, everybody else would follow right along and this is a and this is an important this is an important cynical take on the <laughs> on the nike piece and again i think that i think that you know here's the you know how the uh somebody explained being a moderate like here here's what people think a moderate is it's like you know a thousand people of color get beat up by the police every day and the uh, the other people say, Hey, you shouldn't beat up people. You know, you should beat up nobody. You know, the police shouldn't beat up anybody any day. And then they say, well, moderates say, well, they should only beat up 500 people a day. (laughs) That's not what moderates. uh, That's not what moderate is. Moderate means I can buy off on your point, but I don't have to buy into your entire sphere of thinking sure and so i c- and i and I understand colin Kaepernick's point i think he's i think he definitely has a point um and and then and then I can also say that I know that that you know law enforcement is a shitty job it's a hard job and they're you know it's it's difficult to do uh-huh. and I don't want to do it, and someone has to do it so you know it's 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 just a funny thing where where we're all sort of piling in behind one side or the other, and I just don't—I just don't feel like it's—it should be. I don't—I feel like it's not that simple.
0: Well, the the Kaepernick thing and police violence in general is a symptom of a much larger systemic problem in the country, um, and so I think that the thing that you know he's going to take a stand on this because this is sort of where the rubber meets the road on that on that systemic oppression, right? It's like once you're. Your law enforcement agencies are shooting people, maybe, and then not being held accountable. Yeah. I, shouldn't, I didn't even mean to say maybe. I, don't, I was kind of searching for how I was going to say that, but uh, definitely not maybe. <laughs> definitely <laughs> not being held accountable. Um, I think that's really sort of what sparks protest, right? You just We've talked about this before, that humans don't change until they're forced to, and that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, and I, I got to tell you, like, I'm kind of grossed out by the whole Nike aspect of it. Like I'm kind of squicked out by the entire running it through this corporate thing. And then finding out that Colin, that Colin has a contract to create a Kaepernick line of apparel and stuff. It's like, what are we doing now? Like, I get it that you've created this notoriety for yourself, um, outside of the game. And I think it's a valuable conversation to have in society, but what does Nike have to do with it? Right. Like, I mean, like, not not to be too glib about it, but are we going to be releasing the running from the cops threes like in three years from now? Like, right. I, yeah, I don't just know. don't quite understand how Nike, Nike has anything the, to do with the
1: it. Nike air protest march. Right. <laughs> you know, specially designed to for pavement and for kicking over trash cans.
0: Well, another reason why we should retire the monarch then.
1: Yeah, well, I think the monarch. I think the monarch Pegasus crowd all just like all burnt their shoes. So I think I think Nike's actually happy for the fact that no one's gonna be buying the Air Monarch anymore because you know they'll be like, oh God, thank God we don't have to make those god awful shoes anymore because right. those folks ain't buy those folks ain't buying it no how.
0: And then I, I'm with you on the the op-ed thing. I mean, that was that was an absurd piece of opinion writing.
1: I just I just can't believe so the news I mean does this I was thinking to myself I think this actually helps Donald Trump
0: well there's some there is some uh, I, I read a, a fairly a piece of analysis that's not conspiratorial minded that talks about that from a communication strategy standpoint that if you read this what Congress's takeaway is is don't take any action against the president because it's your agenda still being executed even if you don't like the way he's handling himself personally. Yeah. Yeah. And then that well, that the all of a sudden we weren't talking about how poorly the Kavanaugh had done in his hearings, things like that. Like it not that it's four D chess, but if if they had a savvy communications director who was like, I'm gonna put out something distracting that, that makes people happy and it gets the president all spun up and crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, I mean this is I mean what's sad is now in the in the quote-unquote fake news era this just basically this basically just continues to feed that the fire of who do you i mean it's the new york times right yeah. this is the part this is the part that this is the part that blows me away is that you know again on one day they say oh there's no deep state you know there's the whole deep state thing is a is 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 completely a phantom thing right there's no deep state conspiracy against president trump and then the next day they publish uh, an an anonymous op-ed that says there's completely a deep state <laughs> conspiracy against president trump right. it's like what are we doing here i you know i just you just want to shut it all down but but you know where are citizens supposed to get facts to base their voting decisions on the whole thing's screwed up i mean the you know, the, this is what everyone happens to says we want to trust. I mean, who's and and everyone's to blame. I think everyone's to blame. I mean, For you sure. can say you can you know, you can point. It's like, oh, Trump's the problem here. But no, geez, it's a, he's the he's the um, it's the snake eating its own tail at this point. It's like he's well, just I the
0: metastasized tumor of our national cancer.
1: Right. It's it's one of those deals where you're just I just can't. You know, you just you're you're hopping from one foot to the next. You know, if you're trying to if you're if you have some concern about these things, you you start to dig, and all of a sudden you you find yourself standing in a place where, if you analyze it with any you know amount of you know effort, you think, what is going on here? This does none of this makes sense, and and how how are regular citizens supposed to make sense of it without you know without the, these pieces doing their job properly and we can and again you can crab about one side or the other um but i don't know i mean well, <laughs> you know is is it time to just break out the fiddles and and watch the whole thing burn down and but i don't i don't believe that i just think i just think there's i just think it's this this i think it i really feel like it's the the part of the iceberg that shows and the rest of us are below the waterline and you know what are we supposed to do about it
0: it's really hard to understand what a person who works a job that doesn't involve sitting in front of a computer screen and maybe more ready more ready access to media consuming in real time like we might um, what their perspective is on this um, because i saw something that said that uh, a polling that said that 40 number one response so what's your biggest concern about the Democrats taking Congress in the in November is the number one concern in the poll was gridlock and it's like wait but don't you're actually you're in this particular situation you that's what you're voting for you actually are <laughs> voting for gridlock you don't want any more of these laws to be passed that's kind of what we're talking about but the average person apparently still thinks that it's just the Washington's not doing anything which is true but for a different set of reasons now than, than four or five years ago.
1: <laughs> right, right. No, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, would you, you'd rather see it move. It's like traffic. It really is like traffic. It's like, I'd rather take the long way around as long as it moved. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'd rather, dwi- I'd rather drive at a higher speed for 25 minutes than sit in crawling traffic for 15 <laughs> well, I think that's the, is that the, is that the decision people are making that it's like, let's just get this moving somewhere.
0: I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's just Like, you know, I was going to this place, but there was some construction. So I ended up in a completely different city and uh, <laughs> nothing I need here. And uh, <laughs> real, I'm but in I real got, trouble. I'm lost, but, but I made good time. <laughs> yeah. But, but I got you, here quickly. Have you seen the movie Judgment Night? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get off the freeway. It's just a it's terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible thing. All right. Well, we ran well, super long on that. And I think yeah. we're going to talk about it forever without going anywhere. And I did remember that I did have an idea for the overtime, but I totally forgot to prepare it for you. Um, we're back to the NFL season. Um, and, and that means the return of the picks. Oh, um, so right. I think that maybe what we could do going forward is like we can each pick three, like our three favorites, and that'd be like the three team tees that we would play that week. So we could recommend, we could each recommend a three team tees. But I thought that to close up the show tonight, I'll just run through the lines and you just make gut picks. What do you think about All right. that? So no analysis. You just pick a team. All right. Here we um, go. Do you want to keep track? Um, yes.
1: But I forgot how to write because I don't know I don't write anymore I can do it and I've completely I got it I got it I'm with you
0: so how do you want me to do it do you want me to read you the home team and then the spread or do you want me to just read you the favorite how is it easiest for you to comprehend when you're not it's not in front of you
1: um, let's just give me the just give me the uh, just give me the team just give me the uh, just give me the such and such at such and such and then the points
0: okay Atlanta at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is favored by two and a half. Favored by two and a half? Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm going to take Atlanta. All right. San Francisco at Minnesota. Minnesota is favored by six and a half. At
1: Minnesota? Mm-hmm. By six and a half? Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, new quarterback and all? Like, you don't know what you're going to get out of this deal. It's week one. You can't make it picks. So. I just,
0: I'll take Minnesota at home. Okay. Tampa at New Orleans. New Orleans a nine and a half point favorite. Oh, New Orleans. Tampa's just a disaster. Agreed. Jacksonville at the Giants. Jacksonville is the three and a half point favorite on the road.
1: God. You know what's going to be good about this game is Odell Beckham Jr. versus um, Jalen Ramsey. Man, they're gonna. I think they they need to mic those two up and just give us a like a like a pay channel where the cursing just flows. Because I would, I would. How much would you pay for that? How much would you pay for Jalen Ramsey, Odell Beckham mic'd up would, just for would, that would you game? Pay, yeah, would you pay ten dollars to watch that game? Five dollars. Five dollars. Would not pay ten? No. Nine ninety nine. No. If $4.99? you give nine ninety nine
0: a month to watch games with no announcers and just mic'd up players and coaches. I would do that. You'd pay ten dollars a month. Yes.
1: That'd be a steal at ten dollars a month. Would you pay nineteen, <laughs> $19. ninety nine a month? Would you pay twenty dollars a month? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. F the Red Zone Channel. Just give me no announcers and mic'd up player channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I like it. Okay, I'll take. Oh God. You're gonna take. I'm the gonna Jags. take. I'm gonna take the Jags. Uh, watch out for
0: Saquon Daruolo. I know. There's,
1: there's just too many things that I. There's like. Too many things that could go right for New York. All right. But it probably won't be their
0: defense, so. <laughs> no analysis. <laughs> is going to take too long. Oh, sorry. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Cincinnati at Indianapolis. Indianapolis, a 2.5 point favorite. Are you
1: kidding me? I'm taking the red <laughs> rifle. I agree.
0: Buffalo at Baltimore. Baltimore is a 7.5 point favorite. Is Buffalo going to score any touchdowns this year? I'm not going to bet on the Peter man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't pay the Peter man until he gets you to the other side. All right. I, I think you've
0: convinced me. I'll take Baltimore, Tennessee at Miami. Tennessee is a one and a half point favorite,
1: man. Mariota is just, who knows? Yeah.
0: Um, either. Miami's going to be terrible. I'll take Tennessee. Okay. Houston at new England, new England, is a six and a half point favorite. Ah, oh, I'm thinking new England. I don't know. I feel like this one is, this is an early one where, you know, you get Deshaun out there, Houston could. Uh, I feel good about Houston. I don't know. Like I don't like the six and a half. It was three and a half. I feel a lot better about it. Yeah. Well. Oh wait, see. the other way around. I mean, if it was nine and a half, and I got nine point nine and a half points. God. it. I, could, I could, Yeah, I don't want a, a smaller spread when I want the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> give me less. Give me the underdog, but you, I want you, less points, please. Yes. Uh, Pittsburgh, like the reverse tease. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Um, Pittsburgh is a five and a half point favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pittsburgh is a mess right now. Uh, but they're
0: not that big of a mess. Pittsburgh. Nobody wants to hear about our fantasy teams, but I picked third in a draft the other night, and, of course, it goes Gurley, David Johnson, and I'm like, Le'Veon. I, I have to take Le'Veon Bell, and I'm fucked. So
1: You took the chocolate diamond?
0: And then I ended up picking that whole team. It's just all upside. It's like I got suspended, Mark Ingram. I got Josh, <laughs> I got Josh Gordon. At that point, I was just like, just give me all the lottery ticket guys. Did, did, you, did you take Des Bryant? Well, no, draft? I mean, you got to actually be on a team. Well, I guess Le'Veon's on a team. <laughs> Yeah, I got Dalvin Cook coming off the knee. I got Gronk oh, who might get oh. hurt in week two. Oh, Jesus, that is that's crazy. I got Robbie take... Anderson who might get suspended and or go to jail. You should take. You should have just taken your fantasy
1: football money, gone out in the yard, set it on fire, and then not played.
0: Because... I should have just reach for somebody I actually wanted instead of taking Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> um, Kansas City at the Chargers. The Chargers are a three and a half point favorite.
1: I'm taking KC. I think they're going to be good.
0: All right. Did, I'm sorry. Did you uh, did you take a Pittsburgh-Cleveland pick? Did I you took, make a pick? Uh,
1: I took Pittsburgh because okay. there's no way I could take Cleveland.
0: No, you're not you're not doing the Hard Knocks bump. <laughs> do you actually get a bump for Hard Knocks? I think isn't it more of a Hard Knocks jinx? I just Don't find really? that people get too enthusiastic about the Hard Knocks team. They can be good. I'm like they're definitely not good.
1: <laughs> I think that we should definitely. I'm gonna go out in my driveway and and get a lion or a tiger or whatever and do the do the uh the baker mayfield pose
0: in my with a minivan (laughs) with a minivan and (laughs) i gotta tell you i'd have to be looking a lot better than he was in those pictures to be like doing an ad campaign like that with no shirt on it yeah it uh, wasn't like he was out of shape or anything but it wasn't like it wasn't underwear model quality (laughs) no you gotta you gotta ripple a little more yeah yeah but he's a quarterback so you're not allowed to have pecs if you're a quarterback to get in the way then why are you standing around with no shirt on? I agree. Yeah, why, why didn't you have a mesh tank top? That'd have been the way to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Uh, we get the Seahawks at Denver. Denver minus two and a half.
1: The Seahawks are are gonna win like four games this year and this ain't one of them. I'm thinking Disagree. Denver.
0: Disagree. They're gonna
1: go O for the division. They're gonna lose every divisional game this year. They're gonna go 0 and six in the division. No chance. No chance.
0: What? what no chance.
1: Think? No. They're going zero and six in the division. Oh yeah, you, hear, you heard it here first.
0: Sam Bradford, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> uh, Washington at Arizona. Arizona is favored by half a point.
1: I like Alex Smith. That's uh, people. There's things you don't hear very often. I'm gonna take the Washington Redskins.
0: There's something about putting on that Washington uniform, though. I feel like it saps your energy. It like ruins your life. <laughs>
1: It's a little it's a little sucky. They play basically basically these two teams play on the worst fields, like the worst grass in the NFL each, so so Washington should feel right at home on that shitty grass they, they have in, in Phoenix.
0: That's fairly solid gambling analysis, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> poor game surface conditions. Consistent poor game surface yes. conditions. Yeah, terrible. Uh Dallas at Carolina. Carolina's two and a half point favorite. Um I'll take Carolina. I agree. Chicago at Green Bay. Green Bay is a seven and a half point favorite. That's a lot of
1: points, but the Mitchell Trubisky—there's no way. I mean, even though Green Bay hasn't played defense in like half a decade, they've got—they've got enough to cover that. I'm yeah. taking
0: Green Bay. All right. Jets at Detroit. Now we're on Monday night. Uh, Detroit Ooh. favored by six and a half.
1: <laughs> this is like choosing between ointment and suppository, <laughs> essentially. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Detroit because the Jets are
0: gotta be helpless. Hold, hold on, is there a real choice between ointment and suppository? <laughs> it seems pretty obvious. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It seems, <laughs> I, it just sort of depends, is what I'm
1: telling you. It it's, it, take a, take a, one's easier to deal with. You know, I mean, obviously you have to wash your hands over both. <laughs> but after using both, but there's something about I'm, believe me. I, suppository is
0: kind of like a one shot deal usually, right, right? Like you just right. jam it up there and move on with your life.
1: Right. And then the ointment, you got to like deal with the thing and yeah. you know, you get the lid and then the it stinks. Yeah. And then it's you've applied everywhere. the ointment it's everywhere. Right. You've applied the ointment. Now you got to put the cap back on that damn thing. It's like, it's a disaster. Anyway, it's still, it's a tougher decision depending.
0: Did I tell a story on the podcast when I, uh, about how I accidentally, uh, mistake, mistook, uh, Toothpaste for ointment on a sensitive area.
1: <laughs> wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! You put toothpaste on the sensitive area? Yeah, that's way better than putting the ointment on the toothbrush.
0: Yes, <laughs> way better. But I mean, the toothpaste was it did not. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like went back to grab like the <laughs> the, the tube, the tube <laughs> to see like what the fuck. I was like, did I do this wrong? And then I
1: was like, like, oh uh, my god, it's fucking toothpaste. <laughs> oh, Colgate. Colgate's not gonna fix that no,
0: no, it was uh minty <laughs> 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 all right, so we got the Rams at Oakland Rams are four and a half point favorite
1: listen here's they're gonna pay ten million dollars to Chucky this year to coach this team, so that's like that's like four and a half it's like it's like five million dollars a win
0: <laughs> for that team it's not a great plan
1: it's a it's a terrible plan i'm taking the rams i think the rams everyone loves the rams this year they're, huh. they're the they're the they're the they're they're, they're 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 set for a letdown but they're not going to be so terrible that they won't beat the the seahawks twice i'll tell you that much right now
0: agreed well, that was fun, and that went faster than I thought, so maybe we won't have to shut it down. We can just do this for our overtime unless we have something else pressing, but uh, yeah. that yeah. went pretty well. Plus, we got some nice uh, anecdotes popped in there. <laughs> I will say for, for Baker Mayfield and his defense on hard knocks, I have like, done a complete 180. On my you like opinion him? Of him? Yeah, I think his leadership style is really strong. Um, he doesn't seem like an asshole. He seems like the right kind of asshole, I should say.
1: Yeah, that's like, important. Yeah. I think I think it's important. I think that's important. I didn't watch any Hard Knocks because no. I just refuse. <laughs> but the uh, but um, I I heard I heard that I heard that he was uh, he was pretty compelling as a as a reality TV star. Was was he as compelling? I have to tell you though, I had to watch at least a couple of episodes of Christian Cavallari's show oh, just no. to get my Cutler in. Cutler is awesome. Cutler, Cutler is the breakout star of the season. If you haven't watched, whatever, Very Cavallari, yeah, you should watch it. You should just pick an episode and watch an episode of Very Cavallari and just, <laughs> just.
0: I saw them just for bask.
1: My- just bask in the glory
0: that is. That is Jay. <laughs> I saw them promoting the new season and she put it up on Instagram or whatever. And that got some traction. And she's like, Oh, I'm excited to announce she'll be returning. Blah, blah, blah. Aren't you excited, Jay? And he's like, pass or <laughs> hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, great. And then this big, big, fake smile. Right. I
1: mean, the character of Jay Cutler is played expertly by Jay Cutler. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tremendous. He's, he's sort of, you know, he's bought into the, whatever we all think about him and he's just hilarious he's the best
0: didn't you tweet did, was it you that tweeted the the color meme for the yeah. the, the Kaepernick <laughs> thing yes it was like what don't care about something just don't care about it at all or something whatever it was <laughs> yes
1: yeah i thought that was i thought that was uh again it sort of dovetailed into my uh into my love of uh of uh of uh don't care even if it means not caring about anything, <laughs> just <laughs> do it or don't. I don't care. <laughs> That's good. Oh, by the way, before we sign off tonight, let me throw in for our aging athletes. Let me throw in your girlfriend, Sue Bird. Oh, yeah. Who was you absolutely you, nails, who was nails down the stretch the other night. Seattle going to the finals. In, in an alternate WNBA reality, I'm married to Sue Bird. <laughs> <laughs> in real reality, she's married to a woman. However, I understand we we both had excellent rapport with our Seattle Storm stars that evening, we, and we still owe the people a uh, the uh, the oral history of that particular uh, night. that That'll be coming before the end of the year. I guarantee it.
0: I think if the Storm win a championship, that'll be a good reason for us to talk about it.
1: I think that I think so. So we'll wait. We'll wait for the Storm to beat the Mystics.
0: Gotta watch out for the della, della Donster. The
1: della Don. I have a big crush on Elena Deladon, although she wouldn't date me because you know she dates girls. But still, I'm gonna hope that you know some like six foot eight girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be cool if my girlfriend was like six foot eight. I mean, that'd me kind of, me be kind that'd be kind of kick for ass. you than me. That'd be that'd be kind of kick ass. It's like oh, this is my girlfriend Elena. They'd be like, what the hell?
0: For me, it'd be like, I'd be like Hay- Hayden Panettiere to, to my girlfriend's Vladimir Klitschko. <laughs> it would be a little tougher. It would be, that would be pretty kick-ass. All right, my man. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening to Two on Three Pod. We had fun tonight, even though we didn't come with a very, like... Uh, we know. were we were frying some big fish tonight, and we, ha- we do that from time to time, so... It, sometimes it, you know. It's sometimes I, I want to be light and have fun, but there's sometimes where we sit down to do this, and it's like there's nothing on my mind but all this bullshit that's going on. So we've got to talk about it at least a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got to stir it in there. So we plus, hope you, you know, enjoyed- nobody
0: dropped in and, and gave us a topic to work on this week, so we had to come <laughs> up with it ourselves. <laughs> we've got some good stuff coming up though in the in the coming weeks. So absolutely. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you. We appreciate your downloads each and every week. And we will catch you next time with more shenanigans. And until then, peace.